Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to talk about and go over mining cryptocurrency on 100% solar power. Yes. So, uh, for those of you that are unaware, um, some may be aware from my YouTube channel, um, I do mine cryptocurrency, and I have been mining cryptocurrency for quite a few years on 100% solar power. Um, up until recently, probably, let's call it maybe two months ago, up until about two months ago, I actually stopped mining cryptocurrency on 100% solar. Now, um, for those of you that are unaware of what mining cryptocurrency is, basically the easiest way I can explain it is Imagine you using your credit card, right? Anytime you buy something, um, there is a processing fee that that credit card company charges you, right? So you're getting charged the item that you're buying, but you're also getting charged that processing fee. That processing fee is for the credit card company to facilitate the transaction for you, right? That's how it all works. Well, in the same sense how cryptocurrency works, and how you mine cryptocurrency, especially, uh, that's exactly the same theory and how it works, in a sense. Uh, so when people are buying and trading or sending cryptocurrency um, all over the place, um, there is a transaction fee, right? That transaction fee is what the miners, like myself, make um, processing that transaction for you and many others. I mean, there's millions. Right? It's just non-stop. Now, um, on the mining side of things, you might be thinking, well, wait a minute, that can't be too safe because you can see who is sending what and how much and all that. Well, that's, that's actually not the case. Um, it is completely encrypted. So we don't actually see the amount that's being traded. Uh, we don't see who is sending or buying or selling cryptocurrency. We don't see any of that, okay? Um, on our end, all we see is what's called a new job, okay? So when our cryptocurrency mining rig is running, uh, we have a, it's, uh, for me at least, it's connected to my um, PC. I have a Windows 10 PC just for cryptocurrency mining. And within the program that I run in order to mine cryptocurrency on my computer, uh, it has a window and it basically tells you the hashing power that your um, equipment is running at hashing, the hash rate. Uh, and it also just tells you how many jobs is coming in. So on a given day, I mean, we could have a couple thousand at least. I mean, thousands and thousands of um, new jobs coming in because as soon as a, a job comes in, it doesn't take long for that job to be verified, processed, and moved on to the next job. Right? So within, you know, a minute, we could have, I could go through, say, five, six jobs, right, new, um, new jobs. So um, on our end, we don't get to see any of that private information. 
information. Uh, all, you, all we do is facilitate the transaction or the processing power. And in a sense, it works on a global scale. So I am not the only one mining cryptocurrency, right? There is thousands, if not, I mean, there's a ton of people all over the world um, that's mining cryptocurrency. And so the way it works is, because they're the blockchain, um, when you send money from one person to the next, um, it has to be verified, right? Because if it's not verified, then obviously you could scam the system, right? You could uh, falsify um, how much actual cryptocurrency you have. So if you're buying cryptocurrency and selling it or, or trading it or sending it to someone, it has to be verified. And so the way it works is, so I have my processing power, right? And then everybody else that's also mining has processing power. So the way it works, it's like a huge decentralized network in a sense. And the the um, the amount of Bitcoin or altcoin that you're you know you're buying, trading, selling, or um, sending um, has to be verified across the whole network. Okay, so that way nobody can kind of gain the system, and um, that's the way it works, right? So it's not like there's only one computer or one processing rig um, processing all these transactions. It has to be verified by every single one of them on, on the network. So it jumps around all around the world, right, to verify that. And then once it's verified, uh, you know, your funds are available. And it, it's actually really quick. Uh, most of the time, it's pretty quick. Um, the time the system gets brought down is, like, on the Bitcoin side of things, um, is when there's a lot of volume being pushed because um, Bitcoin does take a little bit longer uh, to verify. Um, but in, in a sense, it's, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there that are processing these um, transactions. And so, in a sense, that's how we make money as a miner, right? We get a certain percentage or a fee for facilitating that transaction, just like a credit card processing company, except we are in the cryptocurrency, um, you know, spectrum. So that's basically how it works in a sense. Now, um, in order to actually mine cryptocurrency, you have to have the correct hardware. So uh, there is uh, hardware that is specific to certain types of cryptocurrency. So if you're mining Bitcoin, there's going to be certain types of hardware and equipment that you're going to use just for mining Bitcoin. Uh, and then for me, I don't actually mine Bitcoin. Um, I mine altcoins, right? So I am the I'm one of many that help facilitate the, the processing power for altcoins, right? So we have altcoin like. Um, Litecoin, Ethereum, uh, I mean, the list is right now, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of them, right? And so um, my hardware and my setup is specific to altcoin, okay? but I get paid out in Bitcoin, okay? Um, I could get paid out in any other currency that I wanted, but I decided to pick Bitcoin. Um, so I process everybody's transactions for altcoins, but I get paid out in Bitcoin. That's how it works for me, okay? Um, there's many other ways you can set up your system, but that's how it's worked for me for many years. And I've been pretty happy with that setup. Now, um, as far as the equipment that's involved, I'm not really going to go into that, but I want to touch, touch base on is mining cryptocurrency on solar power, right? And why I no longer mine cryptocurrency right now I had to stop. Um, so we'll go over that. Uh, maybe in another uh, episode, I'll go over the types of equipment or hardware that you will need to mine cryptocurrency, okay? So, 
um, you know, I have some experience with this because I've been mining cryptocurrency for many, many years, guys. Uh, and like I said, I'm 100% solar. So the biggest downside for cryptocurrency miners is the electricity that, that's used in order to process. I mean, it's a huge amount of power that your, your rigs are consuming, right? Your um, hardware, your equipment is consuming a lot of power. And, um, you know, most people that are mining cryptocurrency actually live on the grid. So the adverse effect is, yes, they're processing and facilitating these transactions and they're getting a fee, they're getting a fee in, in trade, right, for processing it. But they also have to pay an electricity bill, right? Because they're using all this power in order to process all these transactions. And so for a lot of people that live on the grid, um, you know, it was, it was hard for them to break even. They could make some money back in the day, but it was really hard for them to break even um, because they had to pay electricity costs. And then obviously in certain areas or certain states, depending on where you're located, or even in the world, um, you know, your electricity costs may vary, obviously, right? It might be really expensive or it might be really, really cheap, right? And obviously the cheaper the electricity um, cost that you have in your area, um, you make more money. Right? Because you're not spending as much money on the electricity costs in order to operate all this equipment, right? the hardware itself. So um, that's the, the, you know, connected to the grid. Now, for me, because I'm off the grid, 100% off the grid, and I'm 100% on solar, um, I don't have that fee. I don't have to worry about paying an electricity company for anything, right? So that means I can run my cryptocurrency mining rig at a profit every day, no matter what, nonstop. Just profit, 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 profit. Because I don't have to worry about paying nobody anything else, right? I paid for my equipment up front, and that was it. Uh, as far as electricity, it's free. But obviously, you have to have a big enough solar system um, in order to run the equipment, right? So I have a really big solar system. Um, solar admin system. And so um, running the cryptocurrency mining rig is nothing. Um, it doesn't even touch the system. Uh, I can run my whole house and the cryptocurrency mining rig and it's no big deal. Um, you know, but if you have a really small solar system, then mining cryptocurrency uh, may not be possible for you or you may only be able to mine cryptocurrency uh, when the sun is up and your batteries are fully charged, right? Because you might have a smaller system. Um, so for me, uh, I just basically mine 24-7. It never stops. It just powers away. And it's been like that for many years uh, until recently. Right? I'll get into that in a little bit. But mining cryptocurrency on solar is very beneficial, right? Because you already have the equipment that's running your home. As long as the system is big enough to accommodate the um, power. And we'll be right back after this commercial break load that your equipment is using, the hardware, in order to process the transactions, um, you're sitting pretty good, right? So um, all I do is just let it run, and, uh, you know, at a certain point when my on my uh, cryptocurrency Bitcoin wallet got to a certain point, I would go ahead and cash that out, and then it would go to a, you know, obviously um, different um, online wallets, and then I would um, take them offline and put them into a cold storage wallet. So um, a cold storage wallet, in a sense, it basically is taking um, your online money, in a sense, and taking it offline, 
right? So that way, uh, if anything was to happen, um, you still have control of your money. It doesn't get lost. I mean, it's not going to get lost, but um, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't. Nothing happens to it because you know where it's at. Um, but if you leave it online, um, you have to be aware of where it's at and what's happening, just in case somebody hacks the system somehow and takes out the the money from all these wallets, right? Which has happened before, and that's why they make code code storage. Right? Um, so to this day, I still have code storage. I actually use. Uh, a Nano S um, to hold all of my um, offline um, cryptocurrency. So I do have some that's online, but obviously the bulk of it is offline. So that way I just accumulate it, I let it sit, and it just sits. And then at some point, when I ever want to, um, you know, sell them, all I have to do is plug it in, and I can update my wallet, and then boom, I can send it, trade it, sell it, do whatever I want. With it. <coughs> Excuse me. So there's many ways to. Um, deal with your funds. Um, the one thing I like about like cryptocurrency, in a sense, is um, you are your own bank. Okay, so you don't need permission. Okay, to send money anywhere. In fact, most of the transactions are, you know, our uh, transactions are almost pretty much um, decentralized, right? Um, so there's no name attached. To it, right? It's a it's a phrase or a key that is associated with your wallet. And only you have that, right? If someone else has that, then obviously they can have control of your wallet. But if I was to send you, say, Bitcoin or any altcoin, there's no name attached to it, right? It doesn't say where it's coming from. It does, you know, it's decentralized, right? And so you are in control. You're like your own bank. And I like that, right? And also when you send cryptocurrency, the transaction fees are a lot lower, um, in, in some cases, Bitcoin can be expensive from time to time, but if you're sending altcoins, it's really cheap. Tr try to send $5,000 from where you're at to a friend that's across the world, okay? There's only a couple options if you're going to go the normal routes. You're going to do a wire, wire bank transfer, right? It's going to be a lot of money, the fees. Or you're going to do like a Western Union, right? Um, or there's other ways to do that as well, right? But the fees are usually quite big. Well, with cryptocurrency, it's pretty much almost instant I can send it to you, and for super cheap, right? So you have more control over your funds. Um, there's, a, you know, there's a debate about if you, there's no physical, actual money um, unless you cash out, right? And you can cash out. I do have cryptocurrency um, debit cards. So I can instantly send my cryptocurrency to my crypto debit card, and I can go to an ATM and pull money out. I do it all the time. I can go to the gas station and fill up my car with gas, but paying with cryptocurrency instead of, you know, pulling out of the banking system, right? So there's a lot of ins and outs. There's a lot more um, information, um, but too much to kind of cover in um, this episode. Um, but let's go back to the solar side of things, right? So, <coughs> so um, for many years, like I said, I was mining cryptocurrency up until recently, and it got to the point where I had to make a decision recently, right? And um, even when you mine cryptocurrency on solar power, and I don't pay any electricity costs, because remember, I have outlasted most people, because if you're paying electricity costs, your profits are a lot lower. And with the markets like cryptocurrency goes up and down and all over the place, um, it can be um, unprofitable for you to do the, the processing of the transactions uh, for others if you have to pay for electricity, 
So I was able to ride the wave a lot longer than others because I didn't have to pay for electricity. So that was great. But the farming got to a point where it just became completely unprofitable and unreasonable for me to actually continue mining cryptocurrency. So I'll explain. So, um, like I said, we go back to the fact that the hardware and the equipment uses a lot of power, right? Um, so what, what I've noticed was recently, um, if I was to mine cryptocurrency for 24 hours, um, now this is only recent, right? In prior um, days, um, the profit was way higher. Well, the profit has gone down on processing. And so if I currently, right now, if I was to run my cryptocurrency mining rig on solar power, I would make maybe a dollar a day. That's it. When I used to make, well, anywhere between um, maybe four or five hundred dollars a day, <laughs> right? Um, so the profitability has gone down. Now you might be saying, well, you're still on solar, so what's it matter? Well, here's the thing. Because it uses so much power and resources, right? To me, it's not worth stressing or even putting any load extra onto my solar system if I'm only producing a dollar a day. It just doesn't make sense. Why wear out my solar system a lot sooner just to make a dollar a day? It won't pay off in the end, in the long run, right? I'm just, you know, I'm wearing down my system a lot faster by mining the cryptocurrency with a profitability of only a dollar a day now. So that's why it's unprofitable at this point to continue mining cryptocurrency on solar power. Um, if the profitability goes back up and, you know, we can make more money um, per day, then I will obviously go ahead and turn the machines back on and start processing again. I still have all my equipment. I'm not throwing it away or anything. Um, it, but right now it's just unprofitable because of what's going on with the markets, right? Um, and also when you mine cryptocurrency, the difficulty levels go up and there's a lot of there's a lot more in, um, information into it on the back end, but a lot too much for me to kind of explain in this um, podcast here. Um, but yeah, in a nutshell, um, even mining cryptocurrency on solar power that costs me nothing, it's still not worth it to mine cryptocurrency at this current moment for me. A dollar a day is not worth it <clears throat> when I could easily. Um, make a lot more and I'm not going to put my batteries and my solar system and my inverters and all that equipment You know up through all that work in order just to make a dollar a day that does not make sense to me uh, My equipment is you know my solar system is on you know, part of the money it took me a while to save the money to build a system like that and so uh, Maybe in the future if the profitability goes back up um, and the profits are pretty decent to justify me putting my system through that, um, you know, usage. Um, then I'll go ahead and do that. But right now it's not. So, yeah, I just want to explain a little bit more with everybody about mining cryptocurrency on 100% solar. Is it possible? Absolutely. I've done it for years. Um, but currently, right now, uh, it is just not profitable enough for me to justify putting my system through all of that for a dollar a day just not worth it right now. Um, but I will be keeping an eye on the markets. Obviously, I still own quite a bit of um, cryptocurrency, and um, I'll continue to hold. Um, I have sold some in the past, um, but recently I've got to a point where I'm just going to hold on to what I have. I have consolidated some. I have sold some for other um, cryptocurrencies to kind of consolidate my portfolio. 
Um, but other than that, I am holding quite a bit. And I'll continue to hold. Um, just that's just my outlook because I believe in the future. We're going over some speed bumps right now, um, but these speed bumps are good. Um, we're going to weed out all the weaklings. We're going to weed out all the um, cryptocurrencies out there that have no value. We're going to get rid of all that, and in the end, there's going to be um, maybe a couple um, cryptocurrencies that will stick around, and then eventually have a way higher, um, um, you know, valuation on them as far as where they're at. But even where I'm at sit right now, guys, um, the uh, cryptocurrency that I do own was mined for free on solar. So I'm still pretty good, I guess. Um, but obviously, if the market bottoms up to zero, <laughs> then it means nothing, right? <laughs> so I'm going to go. <laughs> um, but I want to share that experience with everyone. Um, if you're currently still mining cryptocurrency, um, I, I don't see how you can. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, unless you're willing to take a, to eat the cost, which I don't see that being possible and um, making any sense. So for a lot of people that, that are in my case and living on the grid, mining cryptocurrency have actually done exactly what I've done. The only difference is that they've done it a lot earlier and I'm doing it a lot later. And the only difference was because I didn't have to pay for electricity until it got to the point where it just wasn't worth it, right? So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I hope that information finds you well. I just want to share as much information as I can to help inspire you and help you guys think outside the box a little bit more. There's no right and wrong answer to anything. It just depends on the way you look at that situation and interpret it for yourself. And at the end of the day, you make your own decisions, right? Um, my, my whole goal and objective here for my YouTube channel and for my podcast is just to help others. That's all it is about. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned. We're going to have a lot more episodes coming up. And we'll definitely cover a lot more topics. Thanks, guys. See you in the next one. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY, inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind, and there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.